Good morning, friends. <clears throat> to see all of your faces. Welcome, Maria Cristina. She will be our host today. Long term. staff member and practitioner and wonderful human being in her all different ways. So you'll be with us Saturday, Sunday, I think. Yeah, great. great. So just taking in your faces for a moment. It's like when you arrive in a room, <clears throat> take a moment to just arrive and settle in, see who's here. And so I think I'm going to start as I did yesterday. I think it was yesterday. It's all blurring into each other. Um, just again, get a sense of where you are and, and what's happening for you. So we'll do a three, three point check in. Just take a moment, sense your body. What's here in your physical landscape? Sense your heart. How's the heart today? And sense your mind, what's the quality of mind? And just meeting that with awareness, with a simple knowing. And if you would be so kind as to share that in the chat box. So if Maria, Christine, if you can open that up so we can all see. <clears throat> Just take a moment to share a word for body, <clears throat> a word for heart, and a word for mind. As imperfectly, as imperfect as any of those words are to describe the, the rich tapestry of your experience, but still we try. <clears throat> <clears throat> And just read through and see how our Sangha is doing this morning. Physically, you're feeling light and rested and nourished and calm and warm and rested, heavy, tingling, achy, energized, fatigue, wonky, light. And people's hearts are feeling open, compassionate, ready, content, joyful, vast, curious, tender, calm, lighter, light, peaceful, sad, understood, open. People's minds are wandering, sad, clear, 
present, grateful, waking up, curious, open, contemplative, restless, neutral, clear. <clears throat> So it'd be interesting if we, I guess we do record the text chat somewhere. It'd be interesting to do a spreadsheet <laughs> over a week. Like what's, the, what's the general trajectory? Of course, you know, life isn't linear, retreats aren't linear. And there'd be a wave of, you know, how the body and heart and mind is. But usually there's sort of a trajectory to some degree, more energy in the body, more brightness and clarity in the mind, um, and usually more expansive qualities of heart uh, over the days. You know, of course, not always in that linear way, but um, it's often the trajectory. And, and I'm just sensing in that list today, sensing more clarity, more brightness, more openness, more calm, more peace, etc. So happy to see that. And of course, you know, practice, mindfulness practice, awareness practice is meeting, welcoming, knowing all of that, right? So it doesn't actually matter how you are from the perspective of awareness. We're just simply receiving and holding all of that with awareness, with kindness, with clarity, with curiosity, and, you know, and using that wherever we are as the ground of our experience and, and uh, to, um, to, you know, to use that information to then support us in working with and meeting and holding and understanding what's here. And then noticing how that shifts, right? One of the laws of the universe is we live in a transient universe. So noticing how that shifts and moves quite quickly. Right? You can start the day feeling glum and then you have some coffee and you suddenly feel bright or clear. Or you feel tender at some news of a friend who's sick and then you see the sunrise and there's a brightness in the heart. Oh, you come on the screen, you're like, oh, right, here's my my Zoom family, my Zoom Sangha, my my uh, my Zoomies. <laughs> and maybe that is supportive, you know, as, as distant as we are and as as unsatisfying as virtual Sangha is maybe compared to being in person. So, yeah. so, continuing our practice today <clears throat> and continuing this theme of exploring awareness. And so yesterday I talked quite a bit about awareness and uh, knowing of awareness and the exploration of awareness, my own journey of awareness practice. And so we get to explore more explicitly, more extensively that in our own experience in these coming days. And so 
this might not be uh, much different for for some of you to to turn to have a a subtle refraction of the lens on on what we're attending to and for some it might be quite 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 different quite a quite a shift and so in the context of the buddhist teaching and uh the satipatthana teachings and foundations of mindfulness really what we're you know we've been attending the first day to breath to that sensory experience of body and breath and yesterday a more open expansive field of awareness where we're opening to and present to the whole field of experience and all the different senses the six senses the hearing tuned to sounds and sensing and all the different sensations of body and seeing and smelling and tasting and also aware of the mind and its activity thoughts feelings i didn't give so much attention to that but it's but we're attending to that to whatever's arising in the field of experience with mindfulness with awareness being present moment to moment what's sometimes called the kinika samadhi where we're present just moment to moment to whatever's arising whatever's predominant at times that might be sound, at times that might be just the simplicity of breath, at times the effervescence of sensations or the bubbling up of thoughts or the movement of feeling and emotion. And so learning how to stay present with that whole field of experience as we do so often in our mindfulness practice, right? where we, we're exploring the, the lens, as it were, the lens of attention, the lens of awareness that can be very, very specific, very focused on the subtlety of a breath or the crispness of a sound or the gnawing sensation of pain. Right? We're very, very focused very deliberate, very clear. And we can also be very expansive, you know, hearing the symphony of sounds, going outside and looking up at the vastness of the sky. And you have that more spacious, expansive, receptive awareness. And so learning how to be fluent and skillful with uh, our attention and that different and those differing lens of attention. So in the many of the, the Buddha's teachings, he talks about one way of understanding human experience is the five aggregates, the five heaps is the literal translation, the five bundles of experience. Um, so I'm just reading a note here. Right. Um, the five composites of, of, of human experience, form, body, feeling, tone, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, perception, the way our, our mind our, perceives the bare perceptual 
data of experience, mental processes, mental events, mind and its activities, and consciousness. And so in the context of this retreat, we're going to be, these next few days, exploring more this aggregate of consciousness, of knowing, the clarity of knowing. And in, in the text, the, the, the vinyana is translated as consciousness. In this retreat, we're using the word awareness, um, which is both, you know, there's not this, without getting into Pali language, uh, um, semantics. <laughs> um, and we're using the word awareness um, in place of the word consciousness, you could say. The, the general knowing of experience. Consciousness in, in Buddhist psychology is understood to have six facets, six kinds of consciousness, seeing consciousness, hearing consciousness, smelling consciousness, taste consciousness, touch consciousness, and thinking consciousness, awareness of the six sense objects. In Buddhism, mind, uh, thinking is a, is a form of sense, con- sense activity. So we have the five senses and mental activity. And that's, that's the, in a way, the totality of, our, of the experience that is experienced, that is felt, that is known. And so what we're exploring is the knowing of those sense experiences. And as I talked about yesterday, in general, in mindfulness teachings, Vipassana insight teachings, our attention is more tuned to the objects, to the sight, to the sound, to the smell, to the sensation, to the thought, to the feeling, to the objects of experience, the world, the inner and the outer landscape. And that's a fine way of cultivating mindfulness and attention and understanding and insight into experience. And we can also pay attention to that which is knowing all of those things. And if we break down the the detail of an experience from a Buddhist psychology point of view, for example, with, with, with a sound, you have the sound itself, like this bell, the object, the sense object, sound. You have the ear door, the ear, the, the organ, and you have uh, hearing consciousness. Those three coming together is what allows he- hearing to happen and be known. The object, the organ, the consciousness. And they're happening rapidly, moment to moment. So what we're exploring is the knowing of these experiences. So for example, when I ring the bell and you hear the sound, your attention can be simply with the sound and listening to all the details of the sound, noticing its characteristics, its pleasantness or unpleasantness, 
its coming and goingness, or whatever other features about the sound. Or, and we can also be aware of the knowing of the sound, that we're simply knowing that hearing is happening. The sound and there's knowing, or hearing, hearing. If you right now sense your left knee, you can be aware of the sensation of the knee or the simple knowing that sensing is happening. When you look at the screen or look around you in the, in the room, you can be aware of all the different physical objects that you're seeing, or you can be aware that seeing is happening, seeing is being known. Things are being known through sight. In the same way I was talking about yesterday, we can be aware of sunlight and that which illuminates, lights up the, in my case, lights up the hills and the clouds here. Or we can be aware of the sun itself, that which is illuminating, that which is giving light. And so the invitation today is to include this knowing, this awareness that is both intangible, as I was pointing to yesterday, but clearly present, not findable as a thing or an object, but clearly knowing what, what reveals all experience. So being the knowing, not so much embroiled in the things that are known. So it's not different than any mindfulness practice you may have been engaging in over these years, but we're simply shifting the, the lens of attention to becoming uh, as interested, if not more, in the awareness of what's happening rather than just simply aware of what's happening. Aware of the clarity, knowing, presence of awareness. And you might ask, well, why do that? My mindfulness practice has been doing pretty good, thank you. I've been paying attention to you know, walking the Satipatthana, aware of my body and its movements and sensations and activities, aware of feeling, tell me, aware of the mind and thoughts and emotions and aware of impermanence and selfless nature of those experiences. Well, when we attune to awareness, when we attune to this natural knowing, one of the things that it does invite in is we, we begin to attune to the innate quality or presence of spaciousness. Consciousness, awareness is like space, except unlike space, it has a knowing quality. 
has a clarity, but it does invite a spaciousness. In the similar way when we're present to say a difficult emotion or we have some charge uh, or some intensity in the body and we bring awareness to it that knowing that awareness can, can bring a certain ease because of the spaciousness that it, that it that unfolds. And so what happens as we learn to abide more uh, in awareness, as awareness, words don't really, the, 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 the dualistic nature of language doesn't, there's no perfect way of describing how to, I think, to practice with awareness because it always sounds clunky. <laughs> right? Abiding in awareness or as awareness, it, it makes awareness seem like a thing, separate, right? but that's not actually the experience. But anyhow, so just aside from the limitation of language. Um, so when we're you know present in awareness, as awareness, with awareness, tuned to this knowing quality of mind, then there's less reactivity. Just as the sky has no preference, awareness is preferenceless, inherently spacious, inherently receptive, inherently knowing, and not reactive. When we're more closely attuned to the nitty-gritty of experience and the, the, the pleasant and pleasant pleasant unpleasant neutral nature experience is more likely to be reactivity when we orient to space to awareness that it just invites spaciousness openness clarity and a kind of an unembroiledness I just made that word up. <laughs> Untangledness. <laughs> and as we come to explore awareness, we start to see some of its amazing qualities. that it's luminous, that it's clear, that it's naturally present, that it's unobstructed, has a radiant quality. So there's a line, some Words from Shabkar Rinpoche, wonderful uh, Tibetan Dzogchen teacher from the 18th century. He says, let your mind spontaneously relax and rest. When left to itself, this ordinary mind is fresh and naked. If observed, it is a vivid clarity without anything to see. A direct awareness, sharp and awake. Possessing no existence, it is empty and pure clear openness of non-dual luminosity and emptiness. So, without getting too uh, flowery in our language, let's practice with this simplicity of awareness, this simplicity of knowing, 
this innate quality of your own mind that's already right here. Nowhere else, not separate from your from anything that you are, anything that you've been doing. Simple, ordinary knowing. Right here. So let's sit together. So taking a moment to this ground awareness in your body. Just establishing your posture relaxed, at ease. Again, as we take our meditation seat, without effort, without trying, perhaps calling to mind a short exercise we did today, not paying attention, not trying to be aware, just relaxed. See what's naturally here, naturally known. Requiring no effort to be awake. Simply curious what is being known. Sounds, sensations, sights, thoughts, feelings. Known by what? Opening awareness to sounds, to hearing.
present to the symphony of sounds, near sounds, distant sounds, sounds of my voice, sounds appearing and disappearing in the field of awareness. Sound arises and is known clearly in awareness. be present to the sound itself, and you can be present to the simple knowing. Aware and awake to the awareness that is knowing. clear and obstructed. Right here. In the nature of your own mind. No need to try to do anything. No need to think about anything. Sitting relaxed at ease, receptive, open. appearing and known in awareness.
directly at awareness itself. Nothing to see, no thing, no location, no color, no shape, no form. Simplicity of presence, clearly knowing. Sounds, appearing and known. same way, all other phenomena arise, phenomena in the body, in the space of awareness, sensations arise and are felt, known, naturally, effortlessly in awareness. There are sensations unknown. We feel contact, pressure, warmth, coolness, vibration, tingling. Be fully present to those sensations. And present to knowing, present to the awareness. Present to the simplicity of knowing sensations appearing and disappearing. Held in the spaciousness of awareness.
In the same way at times, sensations of breathing are felt, movement of air, of expansion, contraction. From the perspective of awareness, simply sensations being known, being felt, rising, passing, Abiding is awareness, clear, knowing presence, receptive to the movement of breath, of sensation, of sounds. Connected, intimate with each moment's experience. And it's spacious in its knowing, in its clarity. Thoughts arise, images, ideas, memories, plans. They too, simply more phenomena being known in awareness, at times absorbing attention, at times we lose touch with that clarity of knowing. And we wake up in the middle or an end of a long thought train. And that clarity of awareness re-establishes itself. Times we clear and we just see thoughts 
Passing through this sky-like nature of mind, simply being known. And we can attune to the knowing awareness itself, simply present to thinking and it's mental activity. Abiding in awareness, present to the spacious clarity, knowing, naturally wakeful and present to phenomena coming and going, movements of sound, sensations, thought. Present to the movements of the heart, as moods, emotions, bubble up, surface. It can be fully connected, feeling all the different shades of emotion that arise, feeling, sensing them in the body. Sensing what triggers them into being, what allows them to cease, to pass. Times feeling the tenderness of the heart and its emotions. Holding them with spacious awareness. emotions and the knowing of them. 
in the last few minutes of the setting. Abiding as awareness, spacious, open, receptive, present to all the things that are known, sounds, sensations, feelings, thoughts, phenomena, present to this innate wakeful knowing, awake to awareness itself, naturally present here, illuminating experience. Close with some words from the Tibetan book of Living and Dying. Remember who you really are. Rest in natural awareness. Remember the clear light, the bright shining light of your nature. The visions and experiences within consciousness are made of the same clear light. They will all pass in time. Don't cling to them. Let them go. They will be liberated. Rest in the natural radiance of your own mind. As you hear the sound of the bell, and just noticing more phenomena, more appearances, sounds, movements, sights. No need to lose touch or connection. This natural knowing of awareness.
So this will be the flavor of our practice today. Not dissimilar from yesterday, exploring open awareness style of practice. But today, particularly, as I mentioned, this refraction of the lens to be awake, present to this knowing quality of awareness itself. which is, as I mentioned on the first night, so close, we don't notice it. So simple, we don't notice it. It's like the lighthouse being aware of its light. It does a very good job of shining its light <laughs> out to reveal its location and presence and warning. But being aware of its own light, its own clarity. Like the sun being aware of its own radiance. So just bringing that into your practice today as you sit, as you walk, as you attend to breath, to sensations, to sounds, to movement, to phenomena, to the heart, to the mind, to whatever's arising, present to what's here and present to this simple knowing that's right here, available, revealing, spacious, illuminating. And at times, the phenomena can recede and what becomes more present, more luminous, more um, captivating for attention is awareness itself, just feeling the brightness, the presence, the spaciousness, the clarity of the nature of awareness itself and that, that can become itself the field of experience, the field of knowing. And sometimes there's a sense of that moving into the foreground or the background and phenomena moving into the foreground or the background. <clears throat> 